Monday. And I think, I think I may have, but I don't know, but I think I may have broken my washing machine. <laughs> Yeah, how are we this evening? It is getting very, very, very cold outside at the moment. I must say, my my ride coming to the studio this evening was very cold. And when I left the studio on on Friday after the show, my ears were they were about to pop. Because you know, I, I sit inside a studio for two hours and I have my nice my nice comfortable headphones on and everything is so nice and warm in the studio and in the moment I leave and I go downstairs you just feel that, that cold breeze that goes down your neck and then when you start riding your bicycle <sighs> That your ears feel like they want to explode. Mm, I don't like it at all. <sighs> I had such a good, uh, I had such a, a nice, a nice weekend. It's, it was, a, it was a kind of a, it was a kind of a weighed weekend where I just did nothing at all, nothing. Yesterday I did nothing. I just binge watched the whole day, watch Netflix. I mean, if you saw the weather outside, it was kind of Netflix weather. In fact, some people, I remember some people um, that I used to work with used to say whenever it was raining like it was yesterday, this is, you know, it's, it's sex weather. This is definitely sex weather. It's the kind of weather you make babies in. So now I know this is the kind of, probably this is the kind of weather I was made in, I'm guessing. If this is sex weather... So I I had a very good day yesterday. I binge watched the whole of the Crown, which I'm very disappointed because it ended, it ended very abruptly. It didn't, it didn't end the way I expected it to because they said the fourth series is the final series, but the way they ended it, the final episode was, it's almost like there is going to be another episode. There has to be another episode because you can't just end it like that. Um, and then I, I started watching a, a series that I've watched before, but I haven't watched the final, the final, um, season of it. It's called Borgen. And it's about, um, it's about this, it's, it, they've created it about, uh, the, the, the female prime minister. I don't know if she still is the female prime minister of Denmark, but at the time they were making it, she was the first female prime minister of Denmark. And man, I love watching stuff like this. I love watching Danish and Swedish and but Norwegian stuff. It, I don't know why, but it just looks so authentic. It looks like you're watching it. It looks like you're watching a home video, if that makes sense. Just the quality. It just looks like you're a part of whatever they are, whatever it is that you're watching it, they've made. I love it. So I started, I've started watching that. I haven't finished it yet. And then what else did I watch? Oh, yes, I started watching um, on Saturday 
um, that video, well, not video, but that series um, that Hein Creek uh, sent me, uh, Chasing the Sun. Wow, it's really good. I must say the first two episodes of it was very multi-choice, was very DSTV. Uh, we love South Africa, uh, so proudly South African, all of that bullshit. But as the series started getting into why I wanted to watch it and why they actually made it was because of the World Cup, it was really good. I didn't cry like Hein did, but it was a really good, um, it was a really good series. I uh, I would say watch it, but it's it's not available on uh, on Netflix just yet. I don't know if it will be, but it would be. I think it'll be a really good um, a really good documentary if Netflix or Amazon bought the rights to it. It'd be really good. So that's what I did this whole weekend. I had a terrific weekend. A very nice weekend. It was cold. It was raining. I had no plans to go out. And even if I did have plans, I would have cancelled them. I don't like going out in weather like this. When I when I got home on Friday, I don't know what hap- I don't know what was happening in my in my uh, neighborhood, if I can call it that. But I get home very early, about ten thirty ish, and everyone apart from my house is having a party. So I'm thinking, okay, what's going on? So, you know, obviously my neighbors are wanting to invite me over. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going. I'm Thank you, but no thank you. I'm not interested in going and drinking with you and all of that. One of the reasons is because I'm, I'm actually trying to avoid people now. Just because I want to actually... Um, I want to actually... Uh, uh, get a t-shirt at the end of this this thing that we're living in to say I survived I survived not just I didn't get corona but I survived corona I want to get myself a t-shirt like this so I'm trying to avoid as many people as possible I mean yesterday my the the, the my colleagues that I live with they invited over some friends and again I was invited, but I was not interested. I had no interest going to greet people, say hello, all that boring stuff that you usually do when you greet people. I was not interested at all. I said, no, I'm going to binge watch all the stuff I wanted to watch. And yeah, and again, also the reason I didn't want to go down and greet people was because I'm, we almost there. And the last thing I want to do is get this, 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 virus i don't want to do it i don't want to get any kind of virus even you know we're so close to to getting ourselves supposedly because it's not just it's not just pfizer now and and by and by intech it's quite a few companies now that have come out to say they've got a vaccine that's suitable and ready so i don't want to jeopardize anything for the moment i want to at least wait it out and see which one is which one is available and then yes I don't want to jeopardize anything yet. <sighs> How are we this evening? Hello, Natasha. Did you have a good weekend? I had a very similar weekend, mm-hmm. kind of like Netflix and chill. Yeah, the it's, it's weather the best. was pathetic. Yeah. It's horrible for kids, though. <laughs> so they get a bit of antsy and a bit of cabin fever. Yeah. But we we watched uh, we rewatched Harry Potter and oh. uh, we spent time on the couch under the blankets. It was oh, nice. it was actually quite nice. 
Is that what you did on Friday or is that what you did on the weekend? Friday, Saturday, and oh, wow. most of Sunday. <laughs> I love weekends like this. Honestly, this is this is why I could never get a girlfriend because it's just this kind of stuff I enjoy doing, doing absolutely Do nothing. you know what? Lots of women enjoy doing this as well. Really? Um, I remember when Leo and I were still dating and it was in we were still living in South Africa and there mm. was no Netflix and no Showmax so what he'd do is he'd download lots of series for us yeah and we'd spend an entire weekend on the couch mm. watching series eating popcorn and just basically spending time in our PJs so mm. there are girls out there who like this kind of stuff Wade please introduce me to these girls because i haven't met these women <laughs> please, i would love to meet this 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 kind of female i would love to i encouraged to meet this kind of person Mm, it was such a good weekend i've got a story to tell you so uh after i I came home on friday after the show and after i went after i managed to say no at least three times to my neighbors before i got into my door everyone else in my house i think i think they were all sleeping or they were doing they were visiting friends or whatever i don't know so Saturday morning, I'm in the I'm in the in the living room and I'm drinking my coffee, checking my emails and all of that. And one of my housemates comes comes downstairs and you know, usually what happens is you know, if you go out for the previous night, you want to tell your housemates what you did. You know, you went to that so and so club and all of that. That's just something that you do when you share with people. I I don't know why, but that's just how it works. So anyway, as you can see, I'm loving this. I am loving. I love getting told this. Not. So I'm sitting in my. I'm, I'm sitting in my comfortable clothes, in the living room with my coffee. I'm looking at my emails, and my housemate comes downstairs and says, "You're never going to believe what happened last night." So I, uh, tell me what happened. So she says, "You know, wait. I I I I met. You know, I was talking with this guy on Tinder, and then I really knew. Okay." I already know how this conversation is going to go. So I said, yes. And, you know, he, he sounded like he seemed a really nice guy. And, you know, I, I, you know, he invited me over. So I said, oh, okay. And what happened next? So she says, you know, I was, he gave me directions. And anyway, I was very suspicious because I, I looked at the direct, I looked at the, I looked at the, the directions on Google and it just the area didn't look really uh, it didn't look really uh, uh, sus- it looked suspicious. I said, okay, well, and you still went. She said, yes, I want I, I wanted to meet the guy. I said, okay, and then she she went to the address that he gave, and some old lady opened the door, and she says, no, no one lives here. With, no one by the name lives here. I, I'm the only person who lives here. So then she messages this guy, and he and then he says, "Oh no no, it's uh, it's uh, four four two, not two two, not two two four." So I'm like, "Okay, well that's a big difference, you know." I mean, I'm terrible at maths, but even I know that's a big difference. Um. Anyway, so she went to this supposedly new number, and no one answered. She said she rang the doorbell at least two or three times and no one came down. So then she went, okay, clearly something's not right here, but I'm getting I'm getting out of here. So 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I get very scared when my when my housemates, because I, I live with two girls, and I get very scared and worried for them when they tell me these stories because Tinder's the Tinder's the perfect app for all these creeps to hide on, and I and I say just Tinder because I mean there are other dating apps, but I think Tinder's the prime app for these creeps to to hide and and pounce on girls like this. But now I have a question. So yes. she goes to the second address. Mm. He doesn't pitch. Did she message him again? Did he message her back? I, I Well, she told me that uh, she rang the doorbell. I think she said once or twice. It could have been three times. I don't know. I wasn't. As soon as she told me she met the guy on Tinder, I already drifted away because I know <laughs> what you the... Blanked out. I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> but apparently she didn't message the guy. She just realized, okay, well, clearly it's not. it's not the fact that she's getting set up. It's the fact that something's not right because he gave an address and she went to this address and apparently some granny lives there. And then he says, oh, no, it's not that number. It's, this is the correct number of where he lives. So which, he might have been hiding in the shadows watching her. Well, that's that's exactly what she said to me. And I said, well, I wouldn't be surprised. That's so creepy. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad I'm, I'm too old for this. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is incredibly creepy this and I like I said I get very very worried for my for my housemates who that I live with because you know I said to her okay but you know why all of a sudden are you on Tinder so she said well you know because things cl- things are closing now and it's it's difficult to go and meet people so I said but you know don't because this is what's going to happen you know, it's only going to be a matter of time. I'm not, and I'm not saying it will happen to you, but it will happen to some other girl. And it's not what you want. You know, for me, like I said, I'm happy to stay at home. I love staying at home and not meeting people. But you're a hermit, and you know the the rest of us need some some human interaction. Look, <laughs> if I was a twenty-something single woman right now, I would also be struggling because. I'm really? an incredibly social. Per- I'm an incredibly social person, and you know, working from home is really tough for me at the moment. I miss my clients. I miss interacting with them. Um, mm. You know, spending time in 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 the same space and then vibing off the energy. Um, and as odd as it sounds, I miss touching people. You know, giving people hugs sure. and shake, even shaking their hands. So I can imagine that for a for a twenty something that's really social, it is a struggle mm. because I'm. Pretty sure you guys are great housemates, but I I would likely want some other company at some point as well. So I, I get the challenge. And I think we we underestimate the, the impact of COVID on, on people's mental state. You know, for mm. people who prefer their own company, you and my husband are, you know, exactly the same. Uh, but the rest of us, we need some we need some human interaction. So you know, if Tinder is that human interaction for now in this COVID world, I I get the challenge, but I also get your concerns. I mean, there mm. are a lot of creepazoids out yeah. there, but I also know people who've met their their current partners on Tinder. Sure. So there are success stories too. So maybe you know you should create your profile that says uh, wants to Netflix and chill and chill and watch old movies and eat popcorn if that's your <laughs> thing. I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Was that one step too far? I'd, well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, after my bad experience I had, I don't think I'm ever going to go back onto dating apps again. <laughs> but you see, the thing is, as my co- as my housemate said previously, when I met this this girl, 
um, when I went on this date, you know, they they said to me exactly what my housemate said to me on Saturday. You know, you'll probably find that a lot of girls now are not interested in dating. They just want company, which is perfectly fine. I understand that. But there are actual, there are apps to make friends, not dating apps. Because you're going to lead people, especially me, you're going to lead me into in to think, oh, you're on here because you want to meet a guy. But well, that's wait, there's also meeting guys and meeting guys. Not every girl wants a relationship, but she might, sure. you know, want to hop on the good foot and do the bad thing. That's also, you know, why these apps exist. Mm. Well, look, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that uh, common sense prevailed with her and she got out of there very quickly. But it's it's a very uh, it's a very uh, dangerous thing to do at the moment. And you know, I I got especially sticking with with meeting people. I got in, I got very angry yesterday because I was reading in the news um, there was an event that got cancelled in Museum Plan, this um, anti-corona lockdown. Uh, um, um, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, March. And I got very upset because it's it's people like this that we for the reason that we're going to stay in a lockdown for a while. I mean, I I saw there I saw according to reports there were over at least a thousand people that were gathered. Are you referring to are you referring to the Frauen voor Vrijheid March? Mm, that one. Now, what a bunch of BS that is. Yeah. I actually saw the news article come past, and out of you know. Curiosity. I, yeah. I googled this group and it's actually so infuriating because they they come together under the guise of feminism, you know, female yeah, that's power all and the future is female, which you know I absolutely uh, support and yeah. am part of, but they are typically anti-vaccination and conspiracy theories. Yeah. We Nobody can force us to wear masks. Nobody can force us to take an injection. It's my body. It's my children's body. And then I look at all the fringe groups like the anti-vaccination groups here in the Netherlands, and they all advertise the march on mm. their websites as well. So all it was was a bunch of um, anti-science hippies mm. under the guise of feminism and freedom, and they call it a manifestation. It's not a demonstration. It's a manifestation. Yeah, they're getting clever now with their wording. Yeah, they're getting very clever now. So they weren't keeping social distancing. They weren't following the rules. So no. you know what? Then you will be shut down. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. But please do not use issues like feminism, which is a real, which is a real cause and a real aspirational thing, and use it to, to push anti-science agendas because that's exactly what this group does. So the name Frauen voor Vrijheid is actually nauseating. No, it is because I mean, obviously, my as I keep saying, a few times I've mentioned on the show that. One of my one of my colleagues I live with is a is a singer, and she's she's always posting all of this inspirational stuff for for females, you know, for empowering girls and women and all of that. And you know, just like you, I I I encourage it. I embrace I embrace this and I support this. But when you but when you when you claim, I actually think you're a feminist. You know, you can be a man and a feminist. I yeah, I think know. You've got a lot of feminist traits, sir. Where? I know. Look. I'm I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I you know I'm I I've been to and and it wasn't my choice. It was when I lived in London. But when I lived in London, I used to live with a, a gay guy, and I've been to many gay nightclubs. 
much to his disappointment because every time I would go there, I would always be the one that's got, that got hit on and not him. So he used to get very upset. So I'm like, I'm not even doing anything. I'm just here supporting you and I can't help <laughs> no but if way. men talk to me. You're a useless wingman. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, yeah, no. no. I, I do think that you, you, you're, you have a lot of feminist traits. My husband's a feminist as well. What, sure. what a feminist is is someone who supports equality. Yeah. Uh, of the sexes. And Absolutely. You can be a man, a woman, you can be a he, she, or they. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but that's why just these things uh, piss me off to no end because that's not what feminism abo- is no. about. And these people are using that uh, with the support of the sisterhood, which is great, but then using it to, again, push anti-government, anti-science, and anti-vaccination agendas. And that shouldn't, then you know what, be honest. Say that we are part of the non-vaccination movement, we don't believe in science, but don't hide behind feminism. It's not the same issue. Yeah, because you're giving it a bad name. So when I when I saw this and when I read this, I was just, I, I, I wasn't as far as puking, I was just disappointed. Because, you know, again, like I alluded to when I, at the beginning of this, conversation was it's because of people like this that we're still going to have lockdowns you know i'm i'm making the decision to stay at home and i'm sure there's a lot of people who are making the sacrifice to stay at home i mean you're making the sacrifice to stay at home because we understand the more we stay at home the better the better it's going to be for us and the better we're going to come out of this and the, the sooner. Absolutely. I mean, we're all looking forward. To, we're all looking forward to Christmas. Hopefully, mm. tomorrow night we'll get some good news. That you know, at this stage, we are. We have two very good uh, couple friends here in the Netherlands, and they each have two children. And we always spend. They've become kind of like family. So what mm. we do is we go on family holidays together. Our kids are unofficial cousins of each other. Uh, we spend Christmas together, New Year, and this year, under the current circumstances, we have to decide who we see and who we don't see, because you're only allowed two adults in your household, yeah. two other adults, and of course, children don't count, so we're like, which friends do we go with, or do we not go with? It's horrible, and, and I hate that, but it's either that or spend Christmas alone, which we've done, living in the Netherlands away from family, but it shouldn't be that way, and because of a bunch of idiots uh, protesting or manifesting um you know the the chances are less that we can spend christmas with friends exactly you know but uh, unfortunately we you you've said it now and we're going to continue to say this unfortunately you do get these idiots that for some reason don't seem to understand the whole reason we're having this lockdown but you know it unfortunately that's just how it is um by the way speaking of um Speaking of uh, lockdowns and Corona and all of that, I, I was reading. I was reading this morning that apparently, um, according to um, what's his name, um, Elon Musk, he thinks he has Corona, but he's not sure. So I don't know how you think you can have Corona, but you're not sure about it. But I mean, it could also be those cigars that he's smoking and all those drugs that he takes. So it could also be that that's making him think he has Corona. Obviously, mess with his lungs and his chest and all of that. Uh, he says that he's. He says Elon Musk says that he most likely has a moderate case of Corona, but uh, he's been getting uh, wildly different results from different labs. So I don't know what labs he's going to. Maybe some kind of methamphetamine lab. Um, 
He tweeted that his uh, his symptoms were those of a minor cold, and earlier uh, he said that uh, he's been tested four times with two positive and two negative results. That just sounds like a Friday night that he has with uh, in Las Vegas with like hookers and all of that when he plays poker. But there you go. So even Elon Musk is confused about this whole coronavirus thing. I think if you injected him with with a vaccine, he wouldn't know the difference, whether or not he's he's feeling better or if he's feeling bad. Or, but yes, this is the kind of guy you do not want leading. If he ever did lead something like this, to lead a va- a vaccination trial, it's not the kind of guy you want to uh, you want to lead any anything like that. All right, let's stretch and. Uh, do our exercises and let's get uh, let's play some music and then we're going to get into some news that happened over the weekend. Here is Post Malone. I like this. It's called Circles.
Post Malone. Mm -mm, I like this. Okay, let's get into some news. Uh, some news, some, some horrific news happened over the weekend. And uh, we start off with, um, let's start off with our, well, I say our favorite country, my favorite country, the UK. The, the country I want to live the rest of my life in, the country I am always so nice about. So let's start with the UK. A, uh, a UK man has, uh, has beaten his two-year-old stepson to death after he interrupted him watching porn, then caught his dealer as the toddler laid dying, a UK judge heard. Uh, the child's death comes just four days after his second birthday, uh, Prosecutor Jill Brooks told the courts. Uh, the man was sentenced to life in prison uh, today after being found guilty of murder. And uh, the judge ordering him to serve a minimum of 22 years. Mm -mm -mm. And as I said, I don't know when it was on last week, but I I, I said something when um, when we found out about this this, this nurse that's supposedly supposed to take care of babies. She's been killing all of these babies. Yeah, well, this is just a normal day in England. Really, this is just a normal day in England. I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but this is just a normal day. These pe people in the UK, these British people, have horrible mental illnesses, and they shouldn't be anywhere near children. And what's worse is it's not even... It wasn't even his child, it's his stepson, which makes matters even worse. I mean, can you imagine the son's original father and the poor mother? Um, this, the child's family uh, said that they will miss him every day for the rest of his life, uh, Yorkshire, a Yorkshire court heard. Uh, we will never forget uh, Keegan, uh, we will fl we will uh, fly high with the angels, little man, is what uh, the grandmother said. Mm -mm -mm. Not nice, but again, this is just normal. This is just normal life in the UK. If they're not killing babies in the hospital, then they're doing this. Not nice. Um. I see that uh, Germany has, uh, has plans to set up hundreds of uh, vaccination centers across the country starting in December. Uh, health ministers of the 16, of the 16 uh, federal states have drawn up plans to create one to two centers per administrative district. Uh, the capital, Berlin, alone is already uh, planning to, st uh, to set up six uh, such centers. Uh, the Welt um, Suntag uh, reported today. Uh, German health authorities are hoping for a quick rollout of the mass vaccination program, following recent positive results of BioNTech of the BioNTech vaccination trials, which showed a ninety percent efficiency. Hmm, I like this. So that means when Germany gets it, the Netherlands will probably get it in. March, April, because obviously Germany is going to vaccinate all of their people first before they decide to sell it to the Netherlands and Belgium and France and all of that. But some very uh, 
very positive news. So if you do live in Germany and you listen to the podcast, you could potentially get vaccinated very soon. Even as soon as December. Now, <laughs> this is uh, hilarious. A, uh, the, 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 Peru- the Peruvian interim president, he's only, been in, he's only been in charge for five days. Well, he's resigned. Uh, his decision followed nearly a week of violent protests in the country following the impeachment of former president Martin Vicara. Uh, he said in a statement that he wants to make it known to the whole country that he is uh, that he's uh, doing his, reg- his resignation for the off- for the office of the presidency, and uh, he calls for peace and unity for all Peruvians. Uh, his commitment. Is with Peru, and he will do everything in his power to guarantee a constitutional succession for Congress to determine in order for Peru to move forwards. Jesus, that shows you. That just shows you how bad things are in Peru. When your interim president quits after five days because he just cannot handle the 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 corruption that's going on in the country. Wow. Speaking of corruption, I think you know if you are if you are corrupt, and um, you do you are thinking of a, uh, you know, do, evading the law. I think you know you should um, <laughs> you should uh, you should take some tips from these um, these uh, Bulushik people. Apparently, I was reading a story in the essay in the essay press that uh, they somehow. And this is the thing, no one seems to know how they managed to leave the country without, uh, without the authorities knowing. It's very interesting that. Apparently these, uh, these people have, uh, they, they are committed of crime of 150 million rand, some money laundry crime, and they've now gone back to their country, uh, Malawi, because they fear, they fear for the, uh, for the law. Well, no shit. You've just done something really stupid and now you're fearing for the law. So you see these people, these, these corrupt people are not very clever because obviously if you're going to do something like this, obviously, yes, the law's going to come down on you hard because you're breaking the law in, an, in a foreign country that's not even your country. They're not very clever people. That's probably why they, they, re, they reverted to crime because I don't think they could I don't think they are clever enough to get a job because you know when you convert to crime and then you fear for your life in a foreign country well no shit and um, I see also uh, Boris Johnson he's self-isolating again now apparently um, he he tweeted Boris Johnson tweeted that uh he has symptoms and he is he is fearing the worst. No, that's not what he said. I wish that's what he said. He tweeted that he he has no symptoms, but he's following the rules. I'll say that again. He's following the rules. I don't think he is, but I think he's obviously paying his press officer a lot of money to say garbage. And uh, he will be working from number 10 as he continues to lead the government through the pandemic. Well, you're not doing a pretty good job because this is the second time now you have this this uh, virus. Apparently, uh, he he uh, he got the virus, 
after meeting an MP who later tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, Johnson said that he was was pinged by NHS test and by the by the NHS test and trace uh, app yesterday. I don't know how much you can rely on that kind of app. But anyway, I will be doing my best to pray tonight, hoping this time he doesn't recover. Or even worse, this time, hoping I hope that he gets treated by two Europeans. Because the first time he went to hospital, he was treated by one European, which I'm sure he probably, he probably wishes he died because, you know, obviously he's so, he's so Eurosceptic, Boris Johnson. So that kind of, you know, kind of added a little bit of salt to the wound. It made me feel a lot better knowing that he survived to hear the news that, you know, he got treated by a European, a European nurse or the European nurse was looking after him. So that kind of made me a little bit, kind of cheered me up a little bit. Not as, not as much as him surviving, but it kind of cheered me up a little bit because, you know, he's so Europe, he's so Eurosceptic. Boris Johnson. So I'm hoping at least now there's two Europeans that will treat him. And then maybe he'll suffer a triple bypass or something. And uh, I see also in, a, in the US, um, can you believe we're still talking about this US? It's it's like a, a never-ending a never-ending uh, a 70 line episode. Groundhog Day. Mm, it's just it's not ending at all. So two things happen in America, if you if you still are following America. Did you see those those videos on social media, by the way, of all these Trump protesters in Washington? I, I you know what, I actually took a detox this weekend. With oh, my okay, good. Because, good. Because I think my mental health mm. cannot stand. And as you know, I follow President Trump. Yeah. And... The man just does not get it. So for my own mental health, I have not touched any of the videos or any of the tweets this whole weekend. But this evening, I obviously saw the videos and I'm like. Yeah, well, at least 20 people have been arrested as pro-Trump uh, supporters, pro and, pro and anti-Trump supporters uh, clashed in Washington over, over, over the weekend. Apparently, a lot of people were stabbed um, I saw some some guy. I don't know. I don't know. I think he. I think he was just. He, he was one of those people who had no friends. He was a very lonely guy, because he was just walking around in in the Trump protest side, just walking around like, oh, this is cool. I'm I'm in a Trump protest. This is cool. And he's like walking. You know, like the best way I can describe him is, you know, when you walk in your dog and your dog gets very excited when it sees another dog, so it starts walking up and down and starts jumping around and. That's what this guy was doing in the protest. So obviously he doesn't get out a lot or he just doesn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> I saw this and I was like, oh, wow. This just sums up a Trump supporter. Um, uh, look, I don't agree with the with the escalation of, of the protest. And sure. I think it's extremist groups within or let's say extremist individuals uh, on both the Republican and, and the Democratic side. The fact is there shouldn't be violence. There shouldn't be people egged. There shouldn't be people being stabbed. There shouldn't be people pushed over. You know, somebody's got to stand up and say, "Let's be the let's be the gentlemen and the gentle ladies and all of this." We don't need to no. refer to violence to make a point. That's not that's not the way it should be. So, you know, both are equally bad at this stage. I I mean, I am a 
vocal supporter of, of the, the Democratic Party as a non-American, just by what they stand for and what they're mm. fighting for. But I don't agree with what's going on there right now on both sides. And it's, it's, it's ghastly. It is absolutely ghastly. Human beings should not be treating each other like that. Yeah, no, as I said, I'm, I'm very disappointed with how the Democrats, some of the Democratic supporters are behaving because that's the kind of behavior that you would assign to a Trump supporter. So I'm very disappointed. They should, they should just be accepting the results and just moving on, you know, preparing for a new, a new, a new journey, a new dawn. But I guess obviously when you've, when you've lived in America and it's been in your face for four years, you kind of want to let off some steam not the correct way to do it but i guess you know they are pretty upset about what happened um if you do want to know what uh who was there well proud boys were there i still haven't got an email from them apparently from the official proud boys because apparently they were sending emails before the campaign to tell everyone to vote i didn't get my email um <laughs> so proud boys were there and also of course uh neo-nazis were there as well I saw some of these in the video, um, so it's just a, uh, it's just not a nice thing to to see. But as you say, you know, it, no one should be treating anyone like this. Doesn't matter what uh, what your background is, what your what your political uh, views are. It's just, you know, the the results are over. Move on. And speaking of results, I see Trump's campaign have have dropped part of the Pennsylvania lawsuits. Apparently, Trump's lawyers have withdrawn a critical element of their uh, lawsuit that seeks to stop the certification of the election results uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, the state where Joe Biden won. Uh, the campaign will no longer claim that uh, 6,882 mail-in uh, uh, ballots and abscene ballots were illegally processed without its representatives watching. It's just a big mess for Trump. I I saw when was it? It was on CNN. I'm even giving CNN airtime, but uh, I I was watching CNN uh, before I went to bed last night because they kind of they kind of have clips of what happened in the day, so it's great. And one of the one of the anchors. Apparently was saying that one of the Trumps one of Trump's lawyers were in court and the judge was saying, Do you have evidence of these votes being rigged? So he said no. Okay, well, how do you know they've been rigged? How do you know there's there's voting a violation going on? Because we've been tipped off. So the judge says, Okay, but who's tipped you off? I don't know who's tipped me off. I don't even think that guy knows he was in a courtroom when the judge was asking him this. But it kind of just shows you, you know, the kind of people that Trump employs. Uh, I see the, the mayor of New York, um, not the mayor, the governor, Andrew Cuomo, apparently, <laughs> apparently uh, he and, uh, I don't know if it's just rumors, I don't know if it's, if it's, if people are just getting bored because they're at home all the time. Apparently, he and uh, Andrew Cuomo and uh, 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 Chelsea Lately are apparently thinking about hooking up. I think they would make a really good couple. Chelsea has dated half of Hollywood by now. Exactly. 
I mean, Chelsea's dated 50 cents, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, we, yeah, it's, that's probably what broke 50 cents is because of that. But I don't know, I don't know if it's just because people are just bored at home or what the story is, but um, I find that kind of interesting that the, gover- the governor of New York, which, by the way, he doesn't want to run. I'm very disappointed about that. He wrote a book and he stated in the book that he's not interested in, um, in, in running for presidency. His job and all he cares about is making sure that life in, in the state of New York and the people that live in, st- in the state of New York get what they vote for, which is e- a, a good quality of life. So that's really good because usually, you know, when people come out, when people come out of, you know, like a pandemic or something, they usually say, yep, I did a good job. I'm going to run for presidency. And that's usually not the case. Ah, oh, man, there was a, there's so much happening in America, I just can't keep up. I was watching a, a press conference. And it's a good thing you didn't watch on, on Friday evening. I watched this when I got home. And uh, Trump was outside in the Rose Garden with Mike Pence. I was looking for that fly. I didn't see any fly on his face, on Mike Pence's face. So clearly, the fly even thinks Mike Pence is a loser. And uh, I was uh, some other people that were part of. Uh, I think they. Were, I think Trump just wanted to make up the numbers, so it didn't look like a, a ghost town. But man, you, you should have seen and heard the stuff they were saying. It was almost choreographed. The stuff they were saying because they were all of Trump's uh, lawyerists were praising about this vaccine, they were saying, and it was all in, in repeat. So it was, it was almost like they were, they were repeating themselves. They just, you know, the, the one person finishes and then Mike Pence will come up and he'll read and he'll finish and then the next person will read. It was almost like they were reading the same script. But they, were, they kept saying, yeah, you know, everyone doubted Mr. Trump. They all said, you know, he will never be able to get a vaccine ready before the end of the year. They, he's, they all say he's crazy. And now look, and now look, there's a vaccine ready. And it is great. Yeah, but he did a shit job at looking after the rest of the population of America. You forgotten, you forget about that. You know, you, I, th- I think you, you kind of left that out deliberately. Because that's all it was about. Let me see if I can try and find this. It, it was almost like... A typical Trump um, speech that you would hear. Mike Pence and some other lawyerists, or the remaining Trump lawyerists that still linger, or the skeletons that still linger in his party, they were just praising him um, on Friday evening about this vaccine, this Pfizer vaccine, and that, you know, he's he's doing such a great job. You see, we all told you you have a vaccine ready, but what people don't know is, and Pfizer admitted this, the Trump administration put no money into the vaccine. All they did was they ordered a certain percentage of uh, of of the dosage for for when it's ready. So they didn't actually put any money in. They didn't take any of the tax uh, payers' money. Let me see if I can find this uh, this uh, um, speech. Where was it? Where did I see it? Okay, here we go. Here's the speech. Let me see if I can get some, if I can get it onto the. Uh which we think will be at equal level, maybe more if that's possible. 
In July, my administration reached an agreement with Pfizer to provide $1.95 billion to support the mass manufacturing and distribution of 100 million doses. You're such a liar. With the option to purchase a total of 600 million doses shortly thereafter. Our investment will make it possible for the vaccine to be provided by Pfizer free of charge. Pfizer said it wasn't part of warp speed, but that turned out to be a unfortunate misrepresentation. They are part. That's why we gave them the $1.95 million billion dollars. Is it million or billion, Trump? It was an unfortunate mistake that they made when they said that. We will work to secure an emergency use authorization, which should be coming down extremely soon. And by administration side, we've selected the portfolio of six vaccines using three different platform technologies. And we elected to have two vaccines from each platform technology. First platform is what's called messenger RNA, and two vaccines using that platform were uh, in the portfolio, one by Pfizer and one by uh, Moderna. The second platform is using uh, what's called live viral vectors, and we had one vaccine from... Right, I want to get Mike Pence on, because he was a really funny Pence, guy. Please. He's going to speak now. I don't want to hear some Italian guy speaking. Listen to this. Thank you, Mr. President, and on behalf of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, I was grateful to just have a few minutes today to commend the team of Operation Warp Speed. It was your vision that we could harness the ingenuity and the creativity of America's greatest pharmaceutical and research companies to speed in record time uh, a vaccine that would save American lives. You told the American people that we would have a vaccine before the end of the year, and some scoffed at that timetable. But I can tell you the team on Operation Warp Speed didn't. These great research companies didn't. And as you've articulated here, Mr. President, uh, the American people can be comforted with all the news this week that help is on the way. Mm. Uh, what about all those people FDA that died, all those families? Of the Pfizer vaccine. And, You're not mentioning uh, that. Very soon. Another vaccine that will be submitted by Moderna and even other companies that, that before the year is out, we'll be able to administer a vaccine to tens of millions of Americans, as you've said, Mr. President, beginning with those most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. All right, I've, I'm bored of that, all those lies. But you see, that's why Pfizer were very clever about when they published the news, because they didn't publish it before elections, because obviously this would have happened before elections. Trump's campaign would have gone on and done exactly like this before elections. And who knows, maybe that would have played a part in maybe Trump staying in office. So who? maybe all this time Pfizer are actually Democratic supporters. Who would have thought, huh? Who would have thought? Anyway, uh, before I wrap up, I want to actually ask, um, I actually want to ask you something, Natasha. Um, I, I, I was messaging, I was, I was talking with this girl um, from SA and she works, um, she's a, she's a really nice girl. She works in, um, some marketing company. So she does a lot of adverts for radio and SA and TV and all of that. And she posted a picture on Instagram and I don't go on Instagram that often, but I went on Instagram for like five minutes yesterday and I saw this picture and I was like, Oh my God. So I messaged her and I said, I need some help with this answer. And I just, I cannot for the life of me, I cannot seem to answer it maybe 
maybe you can help me answer this question. And she mm-hmm. said, yes, I would love to, tell me. So I said to her, why are South African girls so beautiful? And she couldn't give me an answer for this. So maybe you can answer this question. Why are South African women beautiful? It's a question you can't answer. It's just, it's just we. South African girls are just beautiful. They just have I this th- natural yeah, beauty. I, I, yeah, I, th- I think it's also got to do with our lineages. We're such a you know fabulous melting pot mm. of of the world, and you see the most beautiful combinations of genes come together. So I think it's the fact that we are, to use the literal term, a, a rainbow nation of of various people and cultures. I think just makes for unique, beautiful combinations. Mm. And I also think, you know, our, our personality, South Africans are warm and gregarious. And, you know, despite everything, we're positive. And I think that adds to beauty as well. Yeah, I must I must say the first thing I do, the moment I see, I don't really pay attention to that group that I'm that we're that we're part of. But I must say that the <laughs> the, the the moment any young girl posts something, I immediately look at her picture. I'm like Okay, yeah, you're definitely a South African. I don't even read what she really said. Have to find you, uh, so we have to find you a South African young lady living in the Netherlands who likes to Netflix and chill. Who, doesn't need to go out every But who? This is the thing. What's, what South African <laughs> is going to... What, first of all, what South African is like this? And what South African is going to lower their standards... It's impossible. Oh, it's impossible. No, you're a catch. Don't be oh, yourself. You've never look. We've we've met very briefly, and I, th- I think because it was very briefly, you can't remember what I look like because obviously everything is remote. We do everything <laughs> remotely now because of Corona. So obviously, when you when we meet again, when we have our next team our next team meeting, you'll see you'll see. Marius has seen me, which is probably why he doesn't want to come to the studio anymore. And yeah, Thomas saw me once, which he's like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely staying online now. I'm not going near Wade. Well, you see, both are straight men, so that that also, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I would love to know um, why it is. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen many beautiful girls. I mean, I've seen Brazilian girls. I've seen girls from Colombia, girls from uh, Australia, Italian girls, French girls. But there's just something. But I think up- this is actually a question you should ask other men, because you guys can you guys compare and look at things. Well, so I don't think so because. Do you think we should put it on our fa- on our Facebook why? page? Not because getting that perspective of why they think, I mean, at least they can tell you what's appealing. You know, mm. is it is it what, what you know what makes South African woman unique and beautiful? I think uh, I think this is maybe something you should get some opinions on. Okay, there we go. We've got a poll this evening. I'm gonna we'll, we'll put it on our, our Facebook page, Amsterdam Lab, and we're very interesting to see. And I would like actually girls to vote as well because I think you know to get a, a female's pers- perspective on this will be good. I mean, you just gave a very good perspective. You know, South African girls. What I like about South African girls is that you you look after yourselves. You know, you take pr- a lot of pride in looking after yourself and that is very important for me i mean if i have to compare a a dutch girl to a south african girl a lot of the girls here 
they put too much makeup on. They, it's just, it's too much. Whereas a South African girl, just for some reason, she knows exactly how much makeup to put on. And they've always got amazing bodies. <sighs> All right. I'm now drooling over the microphone. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have yourselves a good Monday. Um, it's really cold to wrap up warmly. I think winter's finally made an appearance. A bit late. But it's finally here. And uh, we'll talk to Morrow.